What's going on, everybody? It's Ron Brown, LMT, the People's Fitness Professional, alongside my host, Mikey Fever. And this is a New Yorker's perspective. We're back today from, we're back today with Cujo. Cujo, let's get ready to rock and roll. <laughs> And he came with some information to drop it on y'all about Black History. We are in Black History Month, but you know, so let's give you some Black History right now, right? Exactly. Oh, before we start, let's shout out to you know what CB4 did in that movie. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, black, y'all. I'm black. This is all for the biggity black. For the biggity black. All for the biggity black. We got you. We got you. Well, we're here. Peace, fam. Um, give thanks for getting me on here again and continue the good work that you're doing with the platform. Just getting the information out because everybody's everybody's where they're at in their degrees and everybody has something for somebody, you know? So it's good that there's the there's the neutral the neutral platforms, you know, that's not just geared to one specific frame of mind or school or thought or whatever, right. you know? So just wanted to make sure I put that on the record. Appreciate it. That, you know, keep, keep up the work because it's the worst. There's everybody, there, there's enough work for everybody to do. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And, and we all got to chip in and do our little part to, to fix this mess that we have going on out here. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Right. You appreciate um, it as well, brother. Oh, I appreciate you. So, um, every every Black History Month, probably for the past, probably for the past, maybe like seven, eight years, we do this um, series called Correcting Black History. And there was a time where we um, would take it to um, out here near the jurisdiction that they call Ottawa, which is about four hours, four hours east of where we're at. Uh, we would go out there. We know some Moors out there. We would go out there. They'll, they had um, some connections at um, um, Ottawa University. You know, they had radio station connections. So we would do this. We would do this thing, you know, correcting Black History Month when Black History Month comes around. So, um, this is gonna be gonna fall under under that, and the whole point of the correcting Black History Month is to present what's not usually presented to our people, so that they could look at Black history in a, in a broader scope than what they've been taught. You know, they've been taught you know the Black inventors and the Black whatever and the Black whatever. So um, we're gonna use couple reference points. It's not going to be too much because we don't want to go too far. Um, but we want to give enough so that it could stick for at least the two in the back who realize something's up and we, we have to change something. You know what I mean? So we're going to start with um, the Moorish literature. And this is um, Noble Juali's literature from the Moorish Guide newspaper from letters that he wrote when he was around, um, um, speeches that, that he made that 
got compiled into this book form. This is something that you would be told is limited to more science temple. Like nobody else can't have this or something. Right. But this is, this is everybody's info. This is not more science temple of America's book. This is Drew Ali's book. And Drew Ali's purpose was to uplift our people. So he wasn't just limited to Mars only or something like that. Or you might think, you know, because you don't want to be Islamic, you know, you have nothing to do with the Moorish paradigm when, when that's a farce. Right? You have absolutely everything to do with the Moorish paradigm if you, have, if you have a high concentration, medium, low concentrations of melanin. So this writing is called, What Shall We Call Him? And again, when we go to um, this, this time of month, I've, I've been conscious since 95. And since 95 to getting into the Moorish paradigm, 2006, 2007, there was no them talking about Nobu Juali during Black History Month. Right. He's, he's a brother, and they don't talk about him. Now, you know, they can make the argument that there's a lot of people that don't get spoken about because, you know, we could only talk about so many people. True, but at the same time, we should be talking about people that have some relevance to us and our liberation because that's the whole point of Black History Month for us to celebrate ourselves so we know who we are. But we can't know who we are if we're calling ourselves colors and if we're calling ourselves continents and if we're calling ourselves all these other things that that people say we are. So this is what Nobu Juali put out in the 1920s. And if you if you resonate with this, then you should have no issue with the Moorish paradigm. What shall we call him? So often our various journals find trouble in selecting the proper name for the Moorish American. Some say Negro. Others will brand him race man. Still, another will call him Afro-American. And, and some colored, dark American, coon, shine, the brethren, and your folks. It is indeed um, a hard matter to find something suitable for the various occasions where a title needs to be used. Is it that these people have no proper name? Did they have a national name when first brought to these shores in the early part of the 17th century? If so, what was it? Did not the land from which they were forced have a name? It now appears a good idea for those whose duty it is to write for the various journals to find out what the national name of the forefathers of these people was. So I'll pause there. So if we don't know who, are, who we are, the first thing that we should want to know is what, what our name is. Because we've been having all these different names and none of them seem to get us what it is that we want. Every 20 years or something, the name changes and we're known as something else. But if we go with the narrative of the black history and the slavery or whatever, then the question is asked, is it 
that these people have no proper name? Like, why are they only getting called these particular names and labels? Why aren't they, why aren't they called these things in anywhere else in the world? How come when you go to Sri Lanka and there's people there darker than us, they don't call them black? How come Europeans turn every color that you could figure of and they don't call them colored? How come they don't call Chinese people yellow people? Because everybody has a national name. Our national name, when we were first brought to these shores in the early part of the 17th century, if they're if they're going with the slave narrative and brought here on slave ships and whatever like that, all right. Well, right before they, they put us on the ship, everywhere around the world, we were known as Moors. That's who we were, period. Everybody knows this. This is not some, you know, trying to sway you to join the Moor Science Temple or anything like that. This is the fact of the matter. Right before slavery is Moorish history. And then before that is the ancient Egyptian history. And everybody knows Egypt fell. So the next people in line were the Moors. And then George G.M. James told us that in Stolen Legacy that the Moors were the custodians of the ancient comedic knowledge. Everybody has stolen legacy in the library at their house. Everybody has stolen legacy. And nobody's bringing up the fact that George G.M. James said that the Moors... Not the, not the whatever we call ourselves right now. The Moors were the custodians of the ancient comedic knowledge. The Moors were. All right, That's now I have a question for you. Before we, before we continue on, I have a question for you. Just to kind of like ask questions that people in the, out there in cyberspace. Yeah, please, please interject at any time. Yeah. The, uh, now the Moors, right? You had the mm-hmm. Moors. The more would the Moors be a mixture of Berbers and Arabs and can you explain that whole thing? Like because Moors, uh, the Moorish name is kind of a it covers a broad scope or or, or, or a, a greater spectrum of of colors, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So if we're talking about Moors, we're talking about from dark to really light. And some will actually include a European in that Moorish term. Mm-hmm. So can you expound on that? Do you have any idea? Of, uh, of course, you heard this before. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so, for example, um, let's go to this. Let's go to this reference with regard to that. All right, this is um, Black Man of the Nile and his family, Dr. Ben. Everybody knows Dr. Ben. Yeah. Right? Okay. The amazing, the amazing phenomenon about the African Moors in Spain that they extended their rule for 200 years in Granada when in all other areas of Spain, the Asian Arab Moors had been driven out by the European Christian Spaniards, the African Moors, the Arab Moors, and the Asian or Arab Moors. And then that's Dr. Ben. Mm. 
So if so, if Doctor Ben is all these people's scholar, right? Everybody's going to say that that's their scholar, right? People, people even people even carried his casket and all that. Well, he has a doctorate in Moorish history. Everybody know? Nobody, nobody knows that. Uh-huh. That Doctor Ben Yakinen uh-huh. has a degree, a doctorate in Moorish history. Mm. What's he have that for? Uh, I would, I would assume, because the Moors were the last to, or, or I would say the Moors were the ones who pioneered the New World. All right, isn't it that isn't it that simple? And then the Moors are any dark-skinned person, especially the African Negro. To add on to what he said too, what Ron was saying, you were saying Moors do come in a wide spectrum because you got to remember when they um during what they call the Dark Ages, they were all over Europe, Mm -hmm. educating just like our people were doing back in um ancient Kemet, educating the so-called um. Greek, Roman, Persian, yep. X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. So, of course, there will there will be times where the you know people would mate and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to take into consideration the science of melanin produces multiple shades of what we call color. Exactly. So. Exactly. And and the bottom line is that anybody other than a blonde hair, blue eye is a more. They might be amalgamated or they <clears throat> might be full blood. Okay, now this is where it gets tricky because then, and, and and what you're saying right now coincides with uh certain lessons and everything like that. But mm. let's say so. Let's look at the let's look at the Italian. Would the Italian be considered a more an, an amalgamated more? Yeah, he's not a full blood, but he has more in him. That's, that makes sense. And how about that term, um, brutish more? I heard that term used before. Um, well, the brute. Remember, um, remember, Popeye and Brutus. Yeah, Brutus is the Brutus is the more. Oh. And then the olive oil. The olive oil is the is the trade. The trade of the Moors that everybody wants to get. Mm. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's everywhere. There's even there's even a there's even a, I think it's on our, our channel. Just go on Canaan Landmore's Popeye, and there's a one with him in a fez and turban with the feather and all that. Popeye. Mm. So the brutish the brutish Moors is is really the the British Moors. Yeah, got you. Right, the whole interchangeable vowels and all that. All you gotta do is change the I to a U, and then you have brutish. Got you, got you. Or, or you have you know M O O R and change the O's to U's. Yeah, I, I have seen that spelling before. Yeah, but you're talking about the same people. That's not some different Moors or something because it's spelled different. It's the same. That's the same people. The same dark skinned people. One one family, bearing one free national name. So, would you consider Indian Moors? Indian in in which from India, from from India from India yeah because when you research the Indian 
history, they had a Mauryan dynasty. One of their dynasties, well-known dynasties, is the Mauryan dynasty, M-A-U-R-Y-A-N. And then that's them. That's the Hindus. So if so, if they're Moors, and then we go to the Philippines, and then the dark people there, the Ita Ita, the Aita, A-E-T-A or I-T-I, whatever people of the Philippines, and they're known as Moros. And then the high priests of Anu are Moors, M-A-U-R. And then the Spain, and then those are the Moors. And then Montezuma's headdress was called a Moorish hat. Then what, what more we need than that? If we need more than that, then we have issues. Because that that's that that should be sufficient. We are we are Dr. Ben, who told us that Africans are Moors, Asians are Moors, Arabs are Moors. So we don't need to say the misnomer. We could just say Moors for all those people, right? We're talking about the Indians. They got the Mauryan dynasty. That's pretty much that's pretty much half the planet that that identifies as Moors. And then if we go down to South America, none of them are going to call themselves Negro. None of them are going to say uh, Negro is their identity. They're going to say Moreno, Morena. All, all Latin speaking, mm-hmm. except the colonized ones. The colonized ones might say Negro, which is expected because they're colonized. What, what? Why wouldn't they say Negro? Just like our people are colonized and they say that they're black. But the ones who actually know know that they're Moors, know that they're Moro, they're 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 Moreno. Morena doesn't mean oh, beautiful and and all that stuff. Morena is, means that that's a Moor. But I have a question, right? Yeah. The term, you know, African-American, Negro, X, Y, Z, all these misnomers, it became so popular amongst our people through different, you know, um, you know, periods and, and points in history. So to tell somebody that comes over more nowadays, they, they might, you know, find some conflict in that because they, they don't want to be called something other than, than what they have been taught. Right. Call themselves yeah. black, mm-hmm. and some people have um, a stigma with the whole Moorish history. They will say, "Well, some of them helped enslave us." I have heard mm-hmm. that before. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and and you take you take just like everything else, you take the good with the bad. Exactly. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you're gonna go buy some J's. You might get shot in your face for those, but you still buy them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Let me have- yeah. Let me add on to that too. And uh, you know, uh, I agree with the brother 100 percent because right now I'm 55 years old. And out of my 55 years, I done seen our name change five times. Now it's going on six with the melanated mm-hmm. people. You know what I'm saying? From nigger to negro to yep. colored to black to African American to melanated people. So, you know, like you said, that people may not want to get adapted to the name more, but I've Personally watched when I was young, uh, and I was living in Brooklyn. They had a uh, a rally on Eastern Parkway. They invited all of us to go there. We all went to the rally. We was little kids, and I probably been like 14, 15 years old. We was carrying banners and all that. We don't know what we out there for. They got us out there rallying. We rallying with them. Jesse Jackson came out that day, and he said, 
We are not longer no more Negroes. We not no longer black. We are African-Americans. And from that day he put it out there, it spread like wildfire. Wildfire. And everybody just took the, oh, I'm African-American. Even when you go to applications and now, before it said black. Now that's done. It's just African-American. So, you know, we will jump on to a, a title, a name without knowing that, you know, soon somebody put it out there. We need to stop mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's so hard to get people to accept more. Yeah, they don't. It's so crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. let Perry do it. He'll do it. They'll accept, and they will fight against the term "more." Like it's so many debates online, or whether we should call ourselves more or not. Like, it's like man. let's let's keep it real. Even in, even um in entertainment and menace society, right? When the king ran up on that dude, what did he say? You trying to kick some knowledge? When you say we're supposed to be brothers, some our people have a problem. It's a psychological yeah. issue. Anything that sounds intelligent, I say our people are dumb. But if something is out of the box, it's about uplifting yeah. for some mm -hmm. people. They look at it as I don't want to hear that right now, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I bet you let Tyler Perry come out with a pheasant on his head or something, everybody would jump on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah. I heard a lot of brothers come out, you know, and in the middle of things and not in the middle of things, and be like, man, I'm not with that piece. So such, such, such you don't put the negative, you know, curses behind it, profanity and all that. And mm -hmm. you got to sit back and be like, man, what, you know, what type of statement is that? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I agree with that too, man. You know, brothers will put that out there fast, man. You, you know, somebody come out there, yo, peace, brothers, your brothers need, yo, I ain't with none of that peace stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a psychological issue. But I want to I wanna go into what the brother has had on his mind to present as far as black history um what okay so we stopped that we, we we went into uh dr ben because of what i said right because of my right. question yeah when I, when I my input but now um you stopped at what is that five i can't see from here yeah oh, let me, let me right. make it bigger yep okay thanks all right so let's let's just that's not yeah so right. let's yeah. um so yeah, so we stopped at um um did 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 it not have a land from which they were forced have an have a name? So was there a name of the landmass that these people came from? Now, if the if if there is a name of the landmass that these people came from, then they can't be saying that they don't know who who they are. Because the name, the name of who you are is connected to the land that you're from. There ain't no country. Right? There, there has to be a name of the land in order for there to be a people. So if these people were taken from somewhere and brought over here on ships or whatever like that, and now they don't know who they are, and then Jesse Jackson has to come out and say that, oh yeah, we're we 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 should call ourselves this now, and then everybody's going with it because that's Jesse or, or whatever the case is, right? Then there, there's clearly an issue here. One, these people lack proper leadership, right? And the people themselves forget the leadership. The people themselves have some mental issues. Because it's not hard to see that the that there was 
a name for the land so the people had a name. There's a place called China, and the people are Chinese. Everybody knows this. This is not some... If, 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 if they got taken from China and brought to whatever land on a slave ship, they're going to be Chinese that got brought there. But for some weird reason, these, these people in North America, they don't know who they are, but everybody else around them knows who they are. And this is what it's about correcting with regard to the Moorish paradigm and Nobu Juali presenting these things in order to get our people to think. Because Nobu Juali said that once we think, we will save ourselves. We wouldn't need to wait for anybody to save ourselves. We would just do it, do it on our own. If we would just think, that's it. We're not even talking about go get arms and all that stuff yet. We're just talking about thinking. And then if, if, you, can, if you can look at your skin complexion and deny what you see and say you're African-American or you're African-Canadian or you're black or you're someone, when you could clearly see, who, then there's an issue. This is why we, we make the call for the two in the back because everybody's not going to get this, unfortunately. It's just, that's just what it is. Juali was here 100 years ago. People still call themselves black today. So the message isn't getting through to them. Now, a lot of the blame is on our people. Why the message isn't getting through? Because we're clogging ourselves from being able to receive the message because I was black too. I used to eat pork too and all that. So you can't tell me that it can't be done or it can't happen or whatever the case is because I was Negro black colored too at one time. But there comes a time when you have to face the reality and realize that we've been lied to by our own. And, and it was purposeful that they lied. They didn't, they didn't, you know, oops and lie. They purposefully didn't tell us what our nationality is when all of them knew what it was. Like when, even when the brother's talking about Jesse Jackson being there, that was supposed to be Martin Luther King saying that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't supposed to be Jesse Jackson saying that. He, they sacrificed him so Jesse Jackson could be the guy who's leading our people. Right. The same burning building that, that Martin was talking about, leading my people into it. Here comes Jesse Jackson to finish the job. After a brother went to the mountaintop and, and saw everything and realized that, oh, oh damn, this, this civil rights stuff is, has been unconstitutional since the 1800s. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. <laughs> There's no way you, sh you shouldn't be, no human being should be fighting for civil rights. Zero. Because everybody, human, right. if you're human being, human rights. That's just That's the equation. Is that so human being, human rights. But then again, when we go to when we say human rights, now you're talking about well, you better have a nationality if you want those rights to apply to you, because all human beings have a nationality, mm -hmm. and you can't make something up and call it a nationality. Right, John Henry Clark told them, the name that you have has to connect you to a land. Exactly, well, has to. All these people rep for John Henry Clark, but they, they didn't get the message. But what if the will of the people have been broken? That that may have happened as well. Like yeah, that, that's 
which is again why this is for the two in the back. Because the will of the people is broken. It's been broken. A long time ago. Long time ago. Even, even Drew Ali was, was told few faithful Moors. Few faithful Moors. That was 1920s. Easy to be led in the wrong direction, hard to be led in the right. right. Yep. Right. That's a fact. Because, you know, there's something that, you know, all your brothers may, you know, have pondered on this. Unification amongst our people it seems like it's an impossible job. Because I always say this, being that my family comes from the Caribbean, just like many of you guys may have Caribbean backgrounds or African backgrounds. When the Europeans landed on the shores of Hispaniola, Hispaniola that they call now today as the Dominican Republic and Haiti, the French and the Spaniards were fighting. But they came to an agreement and realized, you know what? We got to stop this fighting and we got to reap the benefits off this land from exploitation to build back our country. And I always see that, like they found a common goal, was to break was to break the indigenous people, and mm-hmm. the Africans. Mm-hmm. And they they like, even in their fighting, they found they found a common enemy, which they view as us. They reached an agreement to reap the benefits off of slavery. And I, I don't get it. It's like our people find it hard to unify because. I have a school of thought. You got a school of thought, and your—that's your religion. That's my religion. So I can't work with you. Mm-hmm. We are facing the same hell. Yeah, yeah that like, so. like come from the Jim Crow era, man. You know, we taught to hate each other—the light skin, the dark skin, the long hair, the short hair. You know, yeah. the slim, the stocky, and it's still like it's inbred in a lot of us to today. And you mm-hmm. know, you tell you know, and then when they put it on in the magazines. Social media, you know, you got the supermodels, you got to be this complexion, you got to be this. So, if he, you know, it, that right there still goes on religiously and, and constantly and is in front of our face every day, you know. So, that Jim Crow era is still right there. And to go down to the people that, you know, with the fighting on the same land, and I'm glad that you brought it up because you brought up Haiti. Now, you got the Haitians in the, uh, in the Dominican Republic, there's no war to separate these people. Mm-hmm. It's just a language that separate them, and they had constant war. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. based off hist- history, that's what I'm saying. History it could be detrimental, or um, or instrumental for the people, and yeah. it, it 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 requires a lot of thinking, as Kuja was saying. Without thinking, you're gonna keep running into the same problem. Same problems. Yeah. So because the because the problems are only gonna be solved through thought. Yeah. The only way that you're gonna solve the problems by thinking about them. If you have an issue, if the if the the fridge isn't working, the 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 repairman's gonna have it have a thought about well, what's wrong with this thing, and then he's gonna put the thought into action. Oh yeah, well you know you gotta unplug this, unscrew that, uh, plug this in, change this wire, whatever, because thought was put into it. Right. I, I, you know, that's a good segue. Let's, it's, when, it's, when we're talking about thought and we're talking about black history, uh, the way that they, they anchor in black history along with where black history started. If you think about black history, technically, it started in the shores of America, mm-hmm. right? With yeah. slavery. That's yeah. where black history Yeah. Starts. It's I hope that's yeah. what I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. 
So it's that's like when they talk about, see, that's how this, that's the trick. It's because they could say black history because they created black history. Mm-hmm. So they, they can control the narrative. So they're going to tell you about uh, slave ships, slavery, civil rights. We shall overcome. Mm-hmm. They keep it embedded in our psyche mm-hmm. every year in this month. Yeah. Because that story keeps us in a victimized position. It keeps us subjugated. But then when we start talking about, what about Moorish history? Now, but that's not about, that's not a part of black history, though. Because of the wording. You get what I'm saying? So technically, Moorish history is not about, is not a part of black history because black history was constructed, created by the European. Mm-hmm. Bingo. In fact, and even when you go down to these schools, you look at uh, in the schools, like I think it's 130 something books, 150 something books they got in their curriculum. Probably like five of them is really dealing with our people and really got facts about our people. So they teaching them from the schools. Yeah. All the way up. Yeah. So now when we're talking about black, uh, Brother Cujo, why sh- why would black be a bis- misnomer? Oh, you, you, oh, hold on. Kuja, your mic went off. My bad, my bad. It's okay. They, they're attempting to apply an adjective to human beings. So it's a misnomer. Right? It's it's colorable. It's fake. There's no, there's no applying an adjective to a human being. It, it doesn't work like that. And anybody trying to do that there there we're talking about they might need to be in the rubber room or something like that and get these people helmets because it doesn't it doesn't equate to human beings being called like even when they say um say the Indian is the red man they don't call themselves red men and red people and all that that's just a misnomer they call them by their tribal name you know? right, I would think I would think Indians red, right? And Asians yellow. Mm-hmm. So why aren't they called red people, red Americans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yellow Americans. Or yeah. yellow Americans. <laughs> yeah. Like why aren't they? Yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 the, the, the billion dollar question. And I've never I mean, well, I won't say never, because I probably heard it before and I don't remember, but what about white Americans? Do you hear that term a lot? You hear it in yeah, once in a while. Yeah, it's not they're 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 going to their national origin. Yeah, that's true. Even I'm from Europe, I'm from Germany, I'm from here, but once in a while you will hear the Yeah, once in a while they'll say it, you know, yeah. depending on the on the the, the dialogue or, or the narrative that's being presented. Right. You know, because if you if you look at it from the perspective of of if we're not black, then they're not white. You know, then it goes back to the same thing. Okay, well, what's the national origin? If if those people aren't white, then what are they? And then you're going to go down the line: German, British, French. You know, Dutch. You're going to go down who these people are. 
But then with us, there's no identity like that. You're you're automatically going to the colors and the continents and and the adjectives and and stuff you made up yesterday and the hairstyles and the galactic dust of whatever. We're, we're everything except what the what what a nation what a nationality is. Even go down to the boroughs. Get so far, go to boroughs and yeah. Listen, you, yo, where you from? I'm from Virginia. Yeah, you're standing mm-hmm. on. Are you from Virginia? I mean, like, where you from? Yeah. Virginia. So, you know, yeah, our people need to be taught a lot more, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. my, my point with that was uh, Europeans rarely call themselves white Americans. Yeah. Asians never call themselves ever call themselves yellow Americans. And Indians never, ever call themselves red Americans. So why are we the only ones sitting in a corner claim to be victimized and disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones black American. Maybe the, maybe the word black does have a significance and maybe we need to really, really think about that. You know, um, as far as um, the adjective part, right? What other noble Joe Ali says, according to, uh, Science black means death. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you explain that? How do you see that? Um, from the science that he's talking about is law. <clears throat> the science, the science is law that he's talking about. Jurisprudence, right? So, black according to science means that in law, there's a term called civilitor mortus which means dead in the eyes of the law. And then there's a term called impropria persona, which means in your proper person. When someone classifies or is misclassified as black, they fall under civil litter mortus, which means dead in the eyes of the law. So once you say that you're black, you're dead in the eyes of the law. Nothing applies to death, dead anything. If plants dead, you're you're not sitting there watering it. Right? You're not you're not pampering it. You're not putting the the soil food and all that stuff in a dead plant. It's not getting the attention as a living plant would get. Right, so death, so black according to science means death. If we look at it from um, the agricultural aspect with food, right? If I give you black water, I bet you won't drink it. Mm-hmm. If I give you a black fruit, unless it's a black fruit, but a black fruit is more than likely rotten. You're not gonna, you're not gonna eat it. If I give you black vegetables, you're not, you're not taking those, fry them up, stir fry. So you don't even want to walk on the side of the street if a brother got on all black and mm-hmm. a black hoodie, and you know, all black on. You know, it, it just come with, like, comes said, with something. Black, yeah, black this, black that. You know, it's, it's bad news, man. Comes with something. I, you know, I like to feed or uh, add on what the brother was saying too because. Uh, I feel that uh, a lot of people accept the American title, God, because 
they take it as a upliftment. You know what I'm saying? Like you will see, you won't hear uh, uh, somebody from China or uh, somebody else claim America unless it's in, in their benefit. It's benefiting them. Mm-hmm. Now when it's benefiting them, they're standing quick. Well, I'm a Chinese American. I'm a such, such, such American. I'm a, they're going to throw the American title on there fast. Because, you know, right. supposed to be the land of the great and the land of opportunity and land of that. So I think that's why a lot of brothers, our people, cling on to that uh, American title. Like, you know, we mm-hmm. the fattest wolves in town. We, I'm American. And you're not even trying to go no further than that because you don't want to be associate yourself with some place that ain't the biggest, baddest, roughest, toughest place yeah. in town. No, no, and then look at look at this too, just to add this on. That if if they're talking about well, I'm from the United States, but they're American, that that's not really what it is. Because if they're from the United States, they'll be United Statesian. They wouldn't be American if they're from the United States. So how is it that they are able to not call themselves the United Statesian when they're from the United States. And then if America means the copper-toned inhabitants that were in the Americas before the Europeans, then the Europeans definitely can't be American. So the American really only applies to us. When they start doing the hyphen, Chinese-American, German-American, whatever, they're really um, tying themselves to have claim here where they don't have claim because they're foreigners, all of them. But we can't even say that we're American because people from the continent don't say they're African. They identify themselves by a nationality too. Mm-hmm. They're going to say Congolese, Ghanaian, Nigerian. Yoruba. Right, the Yoruba, they're not gonna say they're African. No. Because they know people don't come from continents, they come from countries, tribes, nations. That's how people are identified. So even saying American isn't the correct, even though it's more correct than Negro black colored and whatever else, it's more correct than that. But even that has its flaws. Because to say that we're American. Is, is just tying us to, to a continent, which people don't come from continents. We're, we're still in error. All right. Now, you wanted to expound on this, uh, the black civilization, the destruction of the black. Yeah, th- th- just again, another, another reference point for um, people to see that our scholars have told us what it is and we've been we've been you know in denial of, of the truth for whatever reason you know and like we're saying it could be the brainwash it could be the the food it could be you know what i mean whatever it is right we're we're missing we're missing some things so we're going to go to page 221 and this is Page 220, 221. If you have the if you have the have the book, pull it out, go to page 221. Right. And this is Chancellor Williams. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows this book. Now again, just who were the Moors? 
The answer is very easy. The original Moors, like the original Egyptians, were black Africans. Right? We talked about this in live the other day. So the original Moors, like the original Egyptians, were black Africans. And then the average person was going to say, well, see, so that means Moors are black. No, no, it doesn't. That means that the description of the Egyptians and the Moors is black. And the geographical location that you can put them to is Africa. So they're African. But that's not saying that they're black Africans as their identity. That that's descriptive. They're Egyptians and Moors. Right? As amalgamation became more and more widespread, only the Berbers, Arabs, and Coloreds in the Moroccan ter territories were called Moors. While the darkest and black-skinned Africans were called Blackamores. Eventually, black was dropped from Blackamore. That's how we became black people. Yeah, they dropped the more out too. You know, because they dropped the yeah. more out and left the black. Yeah, left the black instead of dropping the black out and leave the more. And leaving the more. Yeah. And that's the game that they've been playing with our people, which is why we're trapped in this this black wormhole that we can't get out of because they took more off. Didn't that happen here in the States, though? I believe, was it Carpenter's Hall or Providence Hall where they remove through, um, through, through legal channels, they remove the sovereignty of the so-called black man? Yeah, well, well, you know, the, 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 removing, the removing the sovereignty is calling them black. Yeah. That's like they can't way. move the, they can't take the sovereignty. All they can do is get you to to be in in a status where you don't have the sovereign power. Bind by, by, by contract, birth certificate. Not to sound going down on that tangent. Yeah. 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 Name. yeah. But but then again, but then again, pre that, because remember, the first birth certificate is that we're black. The first, the first adhesion contract was that we're black. We're slave. We're, we're of no value. And then we embrace that as our culture of who we are. And then we start talking about black kings and queens of Egypt when the term black didn't even exist in Egypt. So, so you, you, can't, you can't take a word and retroact it to the past and think that it applies like that. It doesn't. Yeah, I noticed that brothers do that. I hear you know I mean? debates and I don't think people think that deep though. No, but but that's the thing. That's the 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 crazy part is that it's not it's not even deep. We were blackamores, they took off more and started calling us black. That's how we became black. Logically, well, if that's the case, then what let's put Moors back on there and get back in power. Yeah. So how would that how would that how would that change things though, right? Because you you think about it, our people in the condition that they're in right now. Let's say tomorrow we all t stop using black and we start using moors. How mm -hmm. would that can change? How how would that change our condition? The first thing the first thing that would change is that their um their ancestral foremothers and forefathers will start acknowledging them again because they're acknowledging them, right? By us, by saying that we're Moors, we're actually honoring our foremothers again. 
What the scriptures say? Honor thy fathers and mothers so your days could be long on the earth plane, right? Mm -hmm. And our people have the shortest lifespan because we don't honor our foremothers and forefathers. So that's one thing that'll change. And that's in scripture. They can't even say that, Cujo said. Scripture says that. All these people who want to use holy books or whatever, right? So that's one thing that'll change. The other thing that'll change is that as the people start embracing that culture and history and name and it, and it, and it sinks into their mind, now they're going to start being that. Yeah, I'll say that too. So when we go and we say, um, when we say um, Google Moors in images and then you put Moors in, they're not showing you slaves and, and guys with torn pants and whatever like that. They're showing you regal. They're showing you royalty when you look up Moors. They're, they're not showing you. They're not showing you um, um, John John with, with the crack crack in his pocket and all that stuff. They're That's not showing you. Think, they're they're showing you. You know what I mean? Like royalty when you look up Moors. So, so remember, this is, just from them, this is just from them changing the name. So, like for example, for example, how many how many people? How many people that are that are that that would call themselves black, African, whatever, whatever, right? Especially males. Well, even so, females, if we add other things in, let's say we add in a towel for the females and we add in a t-shirt for the males. How many of our people took those and wrapped that around their head in their lifetime? That's a turban. Moors wear turbans. That's Moorish culture. When these brothers were, were buying shirts bigger than bigger than their body, that's Jalabia. That's Moorish. You have the long shirts down to your knees and all that stuff. That, that's Moorish. That's Moorish culture. So it's it's in our DNA to do these things. But if we don't, if we don't really know what it is, then you know, here we are having these conversations. So we're disconnected from our ancestral uh, culture due to using a name that doesn't connect with our ancestors and our culture. Exactly. And as soon as we start using the name that connects with them, now here they come working for us in our favor now again. And we could stop praying to white Jesuses and all that stuff, thinking that that's where the power's at. Or some some prophets or whatever the case is realize that we're it. We're the Christ. All the Christ said that we're that we're it. All the all the Indian whoever's know that return of the ancient ones. All the people who, who are claiming that they're Indian, Native American or whatever like that, don't look like us. In their stuff, it says, oh, yeah, the ancients are going to return one day. And then it's, what do the ancients look like? And it's, oh, yeah, they look like black guys. You go talk to the Greeks or whatever like that and say, oh, yeah, who's the gods? Who's the gods, Zeus and all of them? Oh, yeah, the black guys. They know European gods in Greece. It was, all, it was all dark-skinned people. 
So all that comes back to us once we once we embrace who it is our ancient foremothers and forefathers were. If we don't, then like Juali said, the worst is yet to come. And then we're 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 in the worst right now. Up to our neck, we're in the worst right now. Yeah, we got to uh, because I know like it's even like the first time when as I got older and I read the Bible and I, as I'm reading it and I'm seeing that it said that uh you know Jesus had skin complexion like copper. Mm-hmm. His hair was like wool. And I'm trying to put it in my, in, you know, in my young brain, like, and, you know, as a drawing picture, how did this white man come up yeah. with all these <laughs> and I'm reading, I'm reading right here. You know what I'm saying? That it's saying that yeah. like copper tone and hair like wool. You know, you got to, so, you know, it's like the, the, the false belief is right there in front of us. But we can't go to a black church right now or to a, a church where our people are at right now and say that and 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 uh people believe us, even though it's inside the scriptures right there. Yeah. 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 And and that's how you know that it's it's a it's a you know it's a PTSD or whatever that our people have. You know, it's a mental, there's a block. Like you said, the stuff is right there in their in their scriptures. Right there, every every holy book, every holy book, it's all right there. You know. So I mean, can, can you give the public some books they should pick up and read in regards to Moorish history? Um, with regard to Moorish history, um, off the top. You can, because because one of the things is that our people, our people's attention span is short, so we don't want to give them, you know, the the crazy stuff. We want to give them the, the easy read. So if you go to um, KhalifaMedia.com, C A L I F A Media.com, there's a lot of books there that. Um, are by Moorish authors that tell it, that's teaching you about the Moorish culture. So one of the the things that we want to get out of is, you know, going going to carpenters for mechanics. And if you want to know about Moors, go to Moors. Don't go to black guys. Don't go to Hebrews. Don't go to NOI. Don't go to don't go to them to learn about Moors. If you want to know about Moors, go to Moors. You're you're gonna get a more defined answer to what it is that you're looking for, opposed to some vague, some vague stuff that people don't know what they're talking about, right? Because you know it is Moorish history, so you should be going to Moors. If you want the carpet clean, you're not going to the butcher for for the carpet cleaning. Right, you're gonna go to the master of their trade. Not gonna go to somebody else. You're gonna go to the master of the trade. Well, the ones who know about Moorish history would be the Moors, and I would start there. Khalifa Media. There's multiple authors on there. Go through those titles and pick something, and start the journey. Because because the journey has to start, right? The other thing that I suggest that you do is that all the books that you already got, go to the index of those books and look up Mars. 
Go to the shelf right now and all the books, your favorite whatever books, go back and look up more and then you're going to see how much you missed. Because almost every book in the index, there's at least one reference to Mars in there. In some type of context. Shakespeare books, Othello. You can't talk about it without bringing up the Mars. You can't talk about history, African history, black history, world history, without bringing up the Mars. You know? We got some powerful people, man. You know? I ain't going to lie. Some very intelligent people, too. If we yeah. can all put it together and get on the same page, or we something to mess with, man. You know, and, and, that's that's and, the hard that's the hardest part to to yeah. get everyone on the same page. Yeah, you know, that's the hardest. Like, yeah. like I'm, I have a lot of conversations behind the scenes with different people, DMs, uh, uh, Facebook inboxes, and phone calls and texts, and it's like we all want the same thing. But we just disagree on how to get there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I wanted to make this point too. Just this the last point for this with this page right here, with this book. The African blacks haven't having even had this name taken from them must contend for recognition as Moors. So if we're contending for recognition as anything else, it's gonna fail says Chancellor Williams, who everybody has his book. If we don't contend for recognition as Mars, there will be no recognition, which there has been no recognition because we are not contending for recognition as Mars. We want to be recognized as blacks. They're not going to respect blacks. Actually, Dred Scott, they, they don't respect blacks. The black man has no rights that the white man is about to. Because blacks don't have, you can't, you can't, you're not getting it. It's nothing personal. That's just the law. If you're black, you're a slave. If you're a slave, you're a property. If you're a property, property doesn't have rights. Right. Because you were given the name black. See, I think that's what people are missing. Yep. With this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not like we just got up and say, you know what? We're going to call ourselves black. No, we were called black. We were given that tag. So, you know, I think that's what we're missing. And um, this conversation has been had on different platforms over the years. Oh, yeah. And um, I would like to really hear from people who had this, these conversations on their platform. Uh. I would like to know, you know, what are their thoughts about this nowadays? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, should we continue to call ourselves black after you listen to so much information coming from some of the greatest Moorish scholars? Yeah. Do you do you still agree with being being called black? Does it I I guess it doesn't matter to a, a lot of these people. Yeah. Now again, that's that's you know that's the syndrome, you know the 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 ability to, the ability to think for ourselves as a people is one of the hardest things for us to do. Think for ourselves, like what do you say? Forget forget what Noble Juali said, forget what Farrakhan said, 
Forget what Garvey said. Forget what Queen Yasantiwa said. Forget what all of them said. What do you say? Let me answer that question. When uh, I said, you know, when we used to build, I, we used to all get together every Sunday. It used to be all different religions, nationalities, different people we used to build. And I found a lot of people had a problem with answering that question. I'm talking about they even take it down to the point, and I'm a brother that I'll be like, yo, you know, I want to hear what you said. You know, I'm 5%, but if I'm asking you today's mathematics, I don't want to keep hearing you saying it word for word that you done seen it off the paper, and you've been telling me this for the last 10 years. And mm -hmm. you just, because all right now you're doing is, you're just reciting. Right. You know, you just got a good memory. You're reciting. Right. And this is the answer that most people used to tell me. Oh, I don't got to write the question in that person. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not asking you to question the Quran yeah. or the question degrees or nothing. I'm yeah. asking you your interpretation of what you read. They will not answer that question, brother. Yep. It comes down to the culture of people being afraid of being right or wrong. Yeah. Nobody, everyone wants to look impeccable. Like there's no errors. No errors. Yeah. That's that Messiah yeah. complex, man. We interpreted yeah. that and we became that. And I think that is also the teachings, too, because in order for you to manifest that and keep on saying that, you have to be taught that. Mm -hmm. And if you're yeah. you standing on it, and there's other people that's in the same religion, the same faith as you, and they actually, and they say the same thing, too, when you pull them to the side. Mm -hmm. like, well, how you feel about this? Oh, I can't question it. And it's not like you're really questioning the person. I'm just asking you your interpretation of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right, right. No. But that's where that's where it's like, you know, the the you know, like like you're saying, like there's Hebrews who I know that they study Kabbalah and all that. They um speak Hebrew and all that stuff, but they got Marsh nationality card. They're not playing around about being a ward. Like I'm not being a ward. I don't care. I studied the law or whatever like that, and I studied the Hebraic law. And I studied the constitutional law, and that stuff is in harmony with nationality and knowing who it is that that we are, right? Um, um, Joseph X told these people, I'm a nationalist. Yusuf Bey, forget that X stuff. Why is he Yusuf Bey and then everybody's still playing around with X? You pray that that that's Captain that's Cap, Captain Joseph. How come he nationalized and everybody else is nationalizing? Doesn't make sense. Something's wrong here. Because all of them went to his bakery and all that stuff. I know all of them. All of them shocked with him. He might not have said I'm a more. He might say Black Asiatic or whatever. But he has the bay on there. Stop playing games. Atlanta Hawks have Sadiq Bay right now. Bay on the back of the jersey right now, up and down, dribbling up and down the place. Game winners and all that stuff. Bay on the TV every day, Atlanta plays. And then people still, all right, then then they just they just get the, the shoulder shrug emoji. Yeah. 